All right, listen up, sheeple. This is the podcast that where good facts get rewarded and lies are punished. But will we detect the lies inherent in our society? Will we, Ryan Whittle? He might, because he's the <laughs> catcher in the lie. Oh, if this was a literature <laughs> one, you would have just... But it's not. It's the conspiracy one. Oh, yes. Welcome to the show. My name is Ryan Whistle, Warren Robertson, and it's a pleasure to have you. Uh, be safe, folks, during this recording. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, make sure that you clear your history. and um, Use a VPN. Go through the Tor browser. Yeah. Stock up on your pickled eggs. And, um, and, and ammunition, of course. Yeah. Ammunition, because this, <laughs> this is, as if you can't tell already, is the conspiracy theory episode. It is, yeah. Uh, I've got my, if you're getting the 5G headaches, you just do this. And that <laughs> just soothes you a little, just deflects a lot of that stuff. You look like Liberace as <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> Liberace is... Can you get Robo it up again? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna have to sit like that for the whole. No, now they're reading your brain. It's all over, Ryan. They'll know where we are. They yeah. know where we are now. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, conspiracy theories is quite a difficult thing to tackle Devil's because we always we always kind of walk that line, right? Mm. Between between truth and lies. Yes. And then conspiracy theories do the same thing. What are the truth? What's the truth? What's the lies? The internet will be divided. Yeah. You can't just. You know, it's not easy to just say. There is a moon. Fuck you. Yeah. Because 50 million people will tell us, no, we're wrong. There's no moon. Uh, they'll say that the moon is a, is a hologram projection projected up there by the American government to hide yeah. something. Yeah. Probably the face of God, I would imagine. Absolutely. Uh, although, although looking at America these days, I think God is hiding his own face. <laughs> just, just ashamed. <laughs> just ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> so in God, we trust on their money. You're like, no, please, no. Please. <laughs> God, just, just keep it on the down low for a couple hundred years. Just, <laughs> just, you know, yeah. Once you stop shooting your kids, let's talk. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, good. Roswell. So, we, should, we should do our... Uh, our two hundredth episode in Roswell. Yes, um, yes, we should. Yeah, in Area Fifty One. Um, let's uh, let's kick it off. I don't know who's supposed to start this. Go one. for it. Go I for it. You're in the zone. I, yeah. I, should I should do a quick one. Um, all right. Let, let me let me do a quick one. I I, I just I wanted to to mention the hats because the hats kind of like a like a thing, right? Yeah. Like Pete said, we had to wear the hats. Yes. I think he just likes making us look like like assholes. Um, but I, I, I don't really like to wear the hats because I think it's all a conspiracy theory. It's it's big tinfoil yeah. trying to sell us hats. Yeah. You know, which is maybe now there's like a bunch of people who are like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is why you have to get your tinfoil from the ground, make it yourself. And it's because of all the, the, the cell phone network stuff. That's right. Well, that and the government is trying to read your thoughts, right? That's Fuck. that's the yeah. So the government is constantly trying to read. Like, <laughs> this, is the, this is the theory, right? Is the government wants to know your thoughts. Right, like you, like minority me, doing what I do, yeah, doing what I do for a living. They need to desperately know what I'm thinking every minute, every day. Yes, porn, porn, porn. <laughs> ah, some information about medical facts. Yeah. So he porn. spent several hours on Wednesday night <laughs> hoping for a toaster bath. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure that we need these anymore because effectively we give them all the information they want with our cell phones, right? Like totally, that's the no. that's the thing these days. <clears throat> so, and I'm not giving up my cell phone for anything. I'm too wildly addicted to it. Um, I can't, I can't. Anyway, but I'm, I will dive right in. And 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 the reason I wanted to mention the the thing is because my first fact, um, if if you'll allow it, is um, <laughs> is that Canada 
once, the Canadian government was so paranoid about homosexuality that it <laughs> developed a gaydar machine. I mean, that's always <laughs> been the joke, hey? Uh, the joke's always... Um, we have a mutual comedian friend who's, uh, who's like... And then he'd meet someone and go, oh, it's like, oh, my gay doll was going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people in the, in the gay friend. community say that's, uh, that, that gay people can recognize other gay people. They <coughs> call it their gay doll. But what I'm saying is now, the Canadian government. Has, no, they spend a lot of money developing a gay doll machine. You know? <laughs> that's why. You, you check the internet. You check the internet. It's true. <laughs> there is um, no ways that that is that is the case i mean when technology was doing its thing maybe okay maybe the whole of the 20th century mm. um mind you at the turn of the 20th century you had um you had the oscar wilde scenario i mean that was quite late in the 19th you know and that was yeah, that was in yeah, england yeah, yeah so maybe there was oh this is becoming a problem <laughs> we've got little things um and then sort of technology, First, the First World War, there was some shit going on with technology. So maybe People. maybe in, in that era, in the 1910s, 20s, maybe when radiography was in its infancy or some shit, then they thought, let's scan the sky and see what... <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't, maybe, I don't maybe. want it. It's, it's ridiculous, but I'm trying to figure out, is there actually a way and an era and a, a reason... And maybe, maybe it's simpler than that. Maybe it's just a cassette deck with Liza Minnelli and Barbara Streisand <laughs> hits on it. And if you if you finish the song, then oh, there was that <laughs> Kevin Klein movie in the in the late nineties and uh, In and the, Out was it called In and Out. In and Out. And yeah. then he was like, "Don't dance to the music. Don't that macho, <laughs> macho, macho. Don't bop your head. A man stands still. He doesn't bop his head to the music, and it's like he can't help himself." I would have failed that. Too. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I would have, like, the musicals. They could have, they could have played <laughs> me any musical. I've finished the song, yeah. Um, so, okay, time to, time to give my answer. Oh, man. Oh, man. No, I'm going to say um, reason's going to get the better of me. I'm going to say no, this is a lie. Um, maybe some weird paranoia. If I'm wrong, it was in the 1910s, but I'm still going to say no, it's wrong. It's a lie. They didn't, no, the Canadian government didn't develop a gaydar, Warren. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, listen, uh, they absolutely did. No! So, so it is, it's a wide conspiracy theory, and it turns out it's actually true. The Canadian government hired a, a university professor from Colton University by the name of Frank Robert Wake, and he, uh, he created this device to, that would be able to detect homosexual men. <laughs> they actually, they mockingly called it uh, the fruit machine. <laughs> That's you, so can't, stupid. you can't lie. You can't laugh at that, no, Ryan. No, it's bigoted. No, no. It's yes, bigoted. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but but it wasn't. It wasn't some like casual. Can we detect homosexual men? Thing. Um, ostensibly, it was made so that they could get all the gay people out of government, so they could test all the gay employees, all the employees of government in Canada. Jeez. And and four hundred people were fired. Oh, and 9, this is 9,000 people were put on a watch list. Good bloody. We're, like, oh, we, we're not hundred percent certain, but we. <laughs> You think you're a little bit, uh, you're a little poofy. <laughs> that's no genuine. And uh, yes, it was this horrible kind of McCarthyistic thing. What and, it did? And the era? Do you know the era? 1960s. So Good this, Lord, yeah, this, so this is, is recent. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's recent in years, but in terms of where society was and how far it's come, it's it's 
jeez, might as well be 500 years ago. Um, but yeah, they uh, they looked at, essentially what the machine did was it looked at how much a subject's eyes dilated after being forced to look at same-sex erotic imagery. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just you imagine the <laughs> clockwork orange scenario of these government employees, you know, this tax guy sitting in his chair with his eyes strapped open being forced to look at homosexuals. <laughs> like, cock on cock action. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, forced to watch bum fun. In, <laughs> and... And then, yeah, 400 people were fired off of the basis <laughs> of that as a test. And 9,000 people put on a watch list. This is very serious and very outrageous. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Let's kick this shit off on a weird <laughs> note, if, if, if you please. But there you are. That's, uh, it's 100% true. <clears throat> My word, that is crazy. Canada, <laughs> come on. Come on. But they, they've come a long way. Uh, the Canadians, they're quite... Uh, forward-thinking, progressive society now. Uh, I mean, I don't know what they're like. Oh, I've got yeah. no idea. I'd imagine that the ones who live in the cities, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be bigoted against Canadians because <laughs> no, no one ever is. You know, I think, the, I think the Canadians who live in the big cities may be there forward-thinking, but, you know, there's a lot of wilderness. There's a lot of outback wildernessy yeah. people who live in small, rural, inbred, in, like, you know, I'm villages that don't see... That, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they probably don't even have the internet out there in many of those places. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like oil workers. Places like Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I spent two months there when I was 18 visiting my grand in Montreal. And the, the, their comedy is quite, quite big. They have the festival. And uh, there was one... Um, there was, there's a state called Alberta mm. and there's a state called Saskatchewan. They're like, oh, Saskatchewan, so flat, you can see your dog run away for three days. You know, it's like those kind of jokes. And it's like, uh, there's like nothing in Saskatchewan. You see a billboard that says, welcome to Saskatchewan, gateway to Alberta, <laughs> which is the next state. <laughs> so there's a lot of a vast amounts of nothing. It's the second biggest country in the world in terms of size, eh? A lot of, lot of gay <laughs> people there. Is that, I'm just trying to, to see how this connects uh, to the... To the podcast, right? Were you just going off about Canada? Yeah, it was. Blame Canada. Yeah. Nice, nice. No, no, but they, yeah, uh, progressive. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a bit of, it's very strange indeed. Very strange. I'm going to go across the border, uh -huh. across the Niagara Falls. The home of many conspiracy theories, I find. Oh, yes. You know, yeah. I oh, know, it's nuts. And we're going to go with a, a quite a modern one and a big one. And and it's it's a, a weird one because uh, perhaps it's happening. It's, it's happening, but is it a... Is it a big conspiracy? And that's the old military industrial complex. Oh, you've gone for you've gone for a big one. You've gone big, yeah. Like I here I am fucking around with a Canadian gator. And, you're, <laughs> and, for and you're just like, oh no, have you heard of the biggest conspiracy theory in the world? Yeah, yeah, so I think movies that have popularized it is is Lord of War, uh, saw a bit of that. And also that one with uh, Jonah Hill where there are little arms dealers, and they just merely get a tender on the government website. It's that simple. They're trying to uh, suggest that, that that being an arms dealer is that simple. Well, in, but but tell, us, tell us what it is for those so, of us who don't know. So the military-industrial complex is just basically um, uh, the manufacturing of arms uh, as being paid for by the American government, and uh, private companies started to develop, especially after the, during after the Second World War, to make weapons and all sorts of things but it's now an industry that needs uh stock to move if you know so, what so, i so mean this is this is the the, the conspiracy theory so is the theory is that that yeah. that people this the, the the powerful people the money people who are in 
uh, making money from from weapons will will uh, start conflicts and sustain conflicts around the globe so that weapons can be used and even looking at ukraine and stuff like that um it's very easy to get lured into the oh they want to prolong the war so the, so they can make lots of money you know so 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 ron <laughs> funches i don't know if you've seen him he's a stand-up comedian he says ron funches says uh yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. Conspiracy theories are crazy, but and I, I get that you wanna you wanna not you wanna not believe most of them. But are you telling me you don't believe some conspiracy? <laughs> you gotta believe some conspiracy theories. He says you otherwise otherwise you you say you don't believe any conspiracy theories, then uh, then you you're you're basically just saying that you believe and trust your government completely. That your government is never lying to you. And when it comes to the military industrial complex, that's where I'm like. Oh well, I crossed the line. I kind of become a bit of a conspiracy theorist, yeah. you know. If they had to give it away, I kind of say, yeah, I could, I could see companies doing dark shit, like you, you know, you see that Wagner yes. uh, group in yes. in the Ukraine, and yes. that's, I mean, that stuff is pretty much as dark as you Nasty, can get. Eh? You know, signing up prisoners <coughs> and whatever to mm. go and die, and then, and you think if people can do that, then they can certainly convince themselves that selling the guns to a conflict isn't as bad as fighting that conflict. You mm. know, I mean, you can almost see people justify to themselves. You know, like, I, you, you get that situation where people are making, say, missiles, and then the, the guy who goes and he goes to the missile factory every day, he doesn't think of himself as making a death machine every day. <laughs> he thinks that, oh, no, I'm just making this one little part, you know, I'm just making yeah. this one little thing. So I think, I think that that, you know, in terms of how capitalism works, in terms of, I think that could very easily be considered their marketing department. Sure. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's market these guys against each other. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how do you get product to move off the shelf, eh? They probably got people that go into, like, distressed third-world countries, and they're kind of like, you know what those guys across the border are saying about you, Oaks? <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. They have, they have not been very complimentary about what your women look like, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and that kind of guy, What? What did they say? What did they say? Oh, they, they said things about your mother that I, I wouldn't dare to repeat. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, Put an good. order into America. We're buying a million guns. That's <laughs> <laughs> the sort of thing I find our call center now. You can download on the app. You can yeah. just put in your order. Take, from t take a lot. You see, you see what this is? This is a TikTok. <laughs> it's a TikTok. It's an influencer from Lagos. Look what he says about you guys. Look <laughs> what he says. He says he's yeah, he just after the dance. Just wait for the dance to finish. <laughs> and then he Yeah, there, there! Did you hear what he said about your mom? Buy <laughs> 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 tin tanks! <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, I mean I mean uh, they they uh, uh, can you imagine? I mean, the horrors of war. We we we're having a bit of a laugh yeah. and all that. But I was like, so so Bakhmut still hasn't fallen. I don't want to date this podcast, but Bakhmut still has fallen. It was almost going to fall. I mean, I don't think that you're dating it at all. I think I think uh, <laughs> this could you, people could watch this three years from now. <laughs> Any minute now, any, any minute now, the mighty Muscovia will wander into the, the, the Ukrainians are going, hold out, guys, just hold out, just 
push back that Russian wave of Wagner soldiers of prison because any month now we're getting these tanks from Germany that they yeah. just have to be tra and we're, they're coming guys we're just training your soldiers to use <laughs> them they're kind of on the Apple yeah. Android system not the kind of Microsoft so we just need to but, okay, but that, but that hold thing. on come tanks come tanks that, no, they're, coming, they're coming they're coming it's being crowdfunded People in Turkey, you know, people used to crowdfund for kids' school shoes or something. Now they crowdfund for tanks for, hey, we're, we're raising for a drone to send to Ukraine. <coughs> the military companies must be rubbing their hands like flies around the table. You know, they're, oh, they're having a big Christmas party this year. Anyway, what, you what is your fact? fact? You yeah. like a fact? Yeah, what's what the fact, fact, eh? What's the fact that <laughs> yeah, I yeah. show? Well, Eisenhower was the first to use the phrase in a, in a speech. He, he was the president before... John F. Kennedy, mm. um, and then this conspiracy about that he was going to say the military-industrial congressional complex because he wanted to point out Oaks in Congress. But my fact is that uh, since the after the Second World War, there was the Korean War. Uh, military spending um, uh, in, went from fifteen percent back then in America. Yes, okay. of of the federal revenue, fifteen percent of the rev federal revenue on military spending. And, and slowly over the years, it's gone up and up and up. And we're now sitting at 45% uh, of the federal revenues being spent on military. 45? No, that seems way too high. Surely not. From 15 to 45. From, say, 19, I mean, uh, Korean War, 1952, 53, to like now uh, with the Ukrainian conflict, uh, NATO. I think 45% of America's money is going on, on its military. <clears throat> that's my fact. From 15 to that's, 45%. I mean, that's a, that's a if that's true, <coughs> first, I mean, I think it's quite clear it's blown my mind because if it is true, it's 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 staggeringly disgusting. Yeah. Like, they, I mean, it, you know, you know that that's a broken society. We look at the number of kind of mass shootings they have. We look mm. at these, you know, we know that they've got a problem with this thing. But 45, yes. you're going to spend 45% of your money on this bullshit. <laughs> It can't be that. It can't be that high. I, as an optimist, want to say it's not that high. I want to say it's not that high while tentatively believing it could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're yeah, saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would be a shock, and it would make yeah. you angry if yeah. it was, and it would make you sad and disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Disillusioned. Yeah. Um. So I'm happy to say that it's not that high. Okay, uh, in goodness. fact, it was around 15 percent during the time of the Korean War. Uh, then there was uh, they kept it going for the Cold War. At around 15%. But after after Vietnam and the Cold War, by, by the year 2000, well, Clinton was in power, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. Bill Clinton. It was down to 3,7%, 3, 3, which is great, from 15. And then 9-11 happened, uh, which was terrible. And, um, and Which was terrible as long as you're not clearly a military-industrial company. Yeah. You see, there's case. the whole conspiracy. It's them. Right. There. So how much? How much has it gone? Mm, to? It's gone. It's back to fifteen percent. Okay, mm, but not forty-five percent. I mean, forty-five would be crazy, right? Fifteen, fifty is still pretty, pretty mad. It when is. You're talking like a trillion dollars a year. You it know? is. You're talking like city money. It's like a proxy war type thing and all of that, uh, but it is fifteen percent. It's not. It's not higher than. It's not climbed outrageously. So it's the 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 money quantities are bigger because of inflation, mm -hmm. but the percentage of federal revenue. Still around 15%, yeah, not 45 I mean, it's, it's a lot given that their, their involvement in, in wars around the world is technically supposed to be minimized, right? Mm. Like, uh, they were supposed to be sending fewer people to Afghanistan, fewer people mm. to Iraq. You know, the modern, modern weapons are supposed to be capable of making sure you don't need as many people on the ground. Yeah. 
Um, so it's it's still it's up there. Mm. It's up there for a company for a country that's not technically involved in any wars, really. Uh, technically, well, a strange yeah. amount hey, of we, military we drew, bases yeah. all over the world. Yeah, a strange yeah, yeah. amount of yeah, military yeah. bases. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, these are the these are the sorts of conspiracy theories I love. Um, so so I mean, on that on that kind of international geopolitics sort of front, you know, have you, have you heard of QAnon? Yes. Right. So QAnon is obviously it's like a big deal. It was born on in 4chan on 4chan which is like a message board on the internet in October of 2017 hmm. and what it, what it basically was was an anonymous individual called himself Q after the after his alleged government clearance level and uh, and he started publishing these posts predicting global events which he called the Q drops and basically he was saying he was using kind of secret government information and he was telling us what was going to happen. And, and this really like it blew up and it started taking over. And, and now, I mean, basically QAnon effectively says that, you know, there's this big satanic cabal of <laughs> business leaders and celebrities <laughs> and, and senior politicians <laughs> who are dominating the world's kind of global you know, like everything, while also being the world's big, biggest sex traffickers, and you know, I mean, it's really like it's a, yeah. It's, it's this, <coughs> so it's, everything evil comes from this one group of right. Like, and and QAnon has made it quite clear that U.S. President Donald Trump is like the one person who can stop this thing. So you know, I mean, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, and who are senators in America, have have said that they they ascribe to this and that that QAnon's a thing. But recently, a recent study by Stanford. This is my fact. Recent study by Stanford has linked QAnon ingeniously to bot farms in Russia. Really? Yeah. So that's my that's my fact. Yeah. So America, well, that's your fact. So yeah. if that's true, then America being hoodwinked by the enemy and fed false information. That's right. Yeah, and and being divided by by the enemy. Cunningly divided by the enemy. I know the the dude who looked very weird uh, on the um, the storming capital Capitol Hill. He, <laughs> the shaman. Yeah, he called yeah, it yeah. little QAnon shaman. That's right. Yeah, there's there's recent uh, little leaks that that he he didn't break in, and they in fact security showed him around, and so he's being falsely imprisoned. And there's a bit of a. Big I'm thing. sure. I'm sure. Yeah, there's yeah. there's all sorts of these new discoveries of these guys being totally normal, just wandering around carrying guns. Yeah. On, on the Capitol. Yeah. So now, um, I mean, th this brings us, and, and uh, the, the modern world has just sort of exploded this stuff and maybe introduced new stuff, conspiracies and stuff, because there's the whole TikTok thing. And I think know, what's going to happen here, Ryan, is you and I are going to talk about this for the, for, for, for the, the duration of this podcast, and you're going to leave, like, entirely red-pulled. Yeah. You're going to go home, you're going to go home, you're going to believe, you're going to sit, you're never going to leave your house. No. <laughs> you just search the internet I for conspiracies. I do like beans very much. I like beans, and I'm keen <laughs> to find out about them. Is I'm, I'm going to... Like a baked bean. A little flat in Gordon's Bay. It's going to be a prepping hub. <laughs> come, come, folks, if you're scared. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing about a, a, a like a bunker, an end-of-the-world bunker, full of beans. Where does all that? Where does it all go? Where does all that gas go? Nobody's planning for that. <laughs> let's let's found big fart removal services. But I was going to say um, the the latest thing was uh, TikTok's in trouble, which is a Chinese thing. Yeah, and and, and yeah. there's a whole bunch of conservative America going stop using TikTok because mm, it's mm. Chinese and they they're getting gathering data yeah. on us and it's 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 not good. And uh, um, I keep pronouncing it wrong, but it's called the is it Latuzi? La, Latuzi. 
You know this little school, these these kids that stormed the shopping malls in Joburg? No. 5,000 school kids dressed in uh, black with skeleton things. Nice. Yeah. I didn't see that at all. That sounds wonderful. Uh, so my, 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 my son's school put out a post saying you can't be involved. It's actually criminal activities. I like. So, so, so what do they do? No, no, tell me. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. They cause cuck. I, I don't Let's know. Let's pause this thing. So, so it's, it's like, a group of like school Trizzy. kids. Mm, so it's a, it's a hip-hop star, hip-hop dude in America. Okay. I think his name is La Twizzy. Okay. La, La Twizzy. And he's like, all right, we're going to get people to kids like 15 year olds 5,000 I don't know how they connect WhatsApp maybe <laughs> with Boom. the magic of the internet yeah right? and they rock it's up at a shopping mall and just I think they looted a bit trashed a bit Murrocks and they do this in South Africa so they've done this yeah Mall of Africa in uh, Madrid do they know uh, and nice. uh, but security was alerted and, trash uh, it all trash yeah. the whole one and I think they <laughs> God help them if they want to try mail and shopping <laughs> Well, so Oaks are going to gonna pull in in the Raptor Bucky's <laughs> and so I going to murder those teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> suddenly you're going to see tractors coming from Cullinan like over the highway. I mean, so this is this is the crazy world. QAnon and TikTok and and cuck and and I know about the Russian bot farms, and uh, so you're saying QAnon is actually yeah. comes from there. Um, um, I'm gonna say no. It's still a it's still a, a, a whack job, um, Yankee Doodle, um, not a Russian. But I do know about the Russian whack job. But I'll say no. QAnon still. See, there was all that cuck between Donald Trump and Russia before mm, the election, mm, and then mm. there was even a bit of Hunter Biden's laptop was a yeah, Russian yeah, link. Yeah, oh yeah. my That's, God! You see, this is the thing. QAnon is very pro Donald Trump. Yes, yes. Uh, so, but I'm gonna say no. It didn't come. Or am I? You see, you, you, your facts are so good that they're particularly ambiguous tonight. Once again... <laughs> no, but they ha I mean, they're going to be ambiguous because of because the nature, of, the nature of this thing, right? It's conspiracy theories. No, I'm going to say, no, it's yeah. not linked to a Russian chat bo uh, chatbot. Yeah, yeah. Bot farm. No. QAnon okay. is not linked to a Russian bot farm. Now, you're right, but you're also wrong because it isn't an American nut job. This is a proudly South African nut job. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's You're not talking about Mr. 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 Pretoria Boys himself, Mr. Elon Musk. No, 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 no. His name is Paul Ferber. He's a he's a former tech journalist uh, from Johannesburg. Uh, well, he was born in Pretoria. Uh, I think he was born in Zimbabwe. He was he, was, oh, he went to his primary school well, in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Came to Pretoria, Zimbabwe I think. And then anyway, he lives in he lives in he lived in Johannesburg for for, for many many years. He was a a tech journalist. Um, and uh, and yeah, he uh, they they basically found that it's him that started this whole thing. His claims, um, yeah. It, initially, they thought he was just the one who was kind of spreading the message, and then they did further digging, and they found that in fact, the it's most likely that these messages, the whole QAnon thing, uh, is linked to him, and that Paul Ferber is in fact the Q in QAnon. So, so proving that South Africans, I mean, it's magnificent. The things that we can do in any field, in any field, hey, we really, we, we are quite capable of doing anything. They they tried to talk to him in the media, media and he refused to speak. He said he doesn't speak to the media. I mean, which, <laughs> fair enough. You well, know, where does he do his thing? Where does he operate from? No, I don't know. But he, he did once <laughs> say in a 2019 interview that he, he lives off the grid on a reasonably large property, saying he's amassed fuel, solar, and ammo. So he's he's proper into this shit. 
But uh, I mean, he's, he's definitely like he. Do you think he's moved it. to America, or is he still doing it from here? I mean, we we don't really know. We I suppose he could be he could be doing both. Moving off the grid in South Africa is becoming not just a, a cool funky thing to do, but almost a sort of necessary thing to do. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he was a tech industry uh, journalist, and uh, for a while he was a web developer and whatever. But he's from Joburg. Joburg Boiki has split oh, America down the middle. So yeah, America's greatest threat. Not who they thought it was. No, a little O's from just South like Africa. Just like a random moron from South Africa. Just Elon Musk, random moron from South yeah. Africa. Just asses. We are destroying their society. Yeah, even, even, even sort of Trevor's Noah's little stint on The Daily Show. That kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah. He, so he was yeah. he was taking the left even more left. Yeah. We've got Paul Ferber and Elon Musk Elon, taking the right yeah. even more right. South Africans are going to break that country. <laughs> Break those bitches. <laughs> like, we've got no time for America. <laughs> like, send, send your tanks. No, please don't. I'll cower. I'll no, cower. No, I'm, I'm, I'll practice my cowering. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll take up a strong position there in uh, Fishhook uh, at the top yeah, of the mountain yeah. there. And I'll if they try and come in in the harbor, mm. we'll just fucking throw things at them. I'll take a strong position in the forester's arms <laughs> <laughs> drinking. Drinking pints of beer until I'm I'm unready to fight, and the second I see a see a, an American walk down the main street holding his his rifle, his his military industrial complex <laughs> rifle, fucking <laughs> <laughs> surrender. surrender. Yeah, yeah. Hello. I'll, I'll be the one making all those. You know those videos that they love. Yeah, I know they're treating me very nicely <laughs> on the other side, guys. Please surrender. Come surrender to American might. They love us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is crazy because I have zero link to this next fact. No, I'm you wouldn't. You wouldn't. That I mean, that that comes out of nowhere, right? Like QAnon, you know, that whole vibe was responsible for PizzaGate and the Hunter Biden laptop, as you say, and they're like, yeah. you know, it's responsible for all that nut jobbery, all that crazy shit that deep South Americans believe. And it's just some random idiot, <laughs> some South African moron. I wonder if he is. Um, I, I I knew that dude, and he became quite the spokesperson on Seven Hundred Two and ENCA um, for technical things. Anytime something new came out, he reviewed uh, that's it. Aki Anasta. Yeah, Aki Aki was on Seven Hundred Two, but the dude that they interviewed, he he ran a magazine called Stuff Stuff Magazine. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, What's no, no it's not him. Do you know him? him? I wonder, but I wonder if he know, if he the dude at Stuff. Knows. I knew the deputy Ed Craig Wilson. Is Craig it? Wilson was yeah. I went to university oh. with him. He now lives in New York. Really? So maybe it's him. Hey Craig. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So I'm, man, come on. I gotta link this. Gotta link this. Okay. So you were talking about. No, no, no. You don't have to link. It's American. No, it's American. But we're gonna go Hollywood. We're gonna go the tragic death of um, Marilyn Monroe. No, I mean, no, you're right. I can see how you you would struggle to link those two things. You know, when you look at the facts, it's just so not that exciting. The tragic death. No, but there's a lot of these tragic death of celebrities, right? Mm. Princess Diana. Mm. I think Elton John did it. He needed needed the number one hit. (laughs) 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 You know, you got Elvis. Tupac Shakur. Remember, Elvis was supposed to have not died. Yeah, Faked Elvis name. shouldn't have died. Tupac, Tupac was, Shakur that should was not a have gang died. War. Yeah, yeah. Was, but no, he, side, west side. He may still be alive out there yeah, somewhere, Tupac. according to according to conspiracy theorists. So yeah, I like the death. Faking your own death is sad, isn't it? You can't ever be alive again. 
I mean, you can. You can be just some random nameless guy. No, but you can't ever be you again. Which is all right, I guess. That's <laughs> what Yeah. Like, if you got millions of dollars and then you get to... Because this is the thing. Fame is terrible, right? Like, fame is you never get to live be a normal life, again. right? Mm. Yeah, you're constantly surrounded by people who want to talk to you and think you're, you're their friend, et cetera, et cetera. So, but if you, if you take your millions of dollars and you pretend you're dead, then you can go and live... Like on an island somewhere, and occasionally you you ride your speedboat into town, and some people say, "Didn't he look an awful lot like Tupac Shakur?" But they don't really think he's Tupac Shakur because Tupac Shakur died, you know. So there's a lot of there's a lot of talk around celebrities. Are they really dead? <laughs> Even Michael Jackson. You know, like, oh, is Michael Jackson dead? Yeah, he's dead. Because if you saw that motherfucker like in the grocery store, you would. Instantly recognize Instantly, him. yeah. I mean, maybe he could have gotten away during COVID, you know, <laughs> this mask on and whatever, but not now. Maybe not he normally. started COVID. Oh, God, look at us going. Yeah, yeah, no. Michael Jackson started COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. South Africans starting internet conspiracy theories version two. I mean, Marilyn, uh, the, the, the story is tragic of... Uh, Norma Jean. Yeah, she, she didn't do a movie in the last 18 months before she um, died. She, she was fired from one um, and then renegotiated before she died to get back on it. Um, that's quite a funny title, quite a well-known title, but I um, can't think of it now. But... Um, she she focused on her mental health and she was quite a depressed person and was taking medication and stuff like that and then yeah but that's sort of sad and 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 Is predictable and fact? uninteresting yeah. no because then it gets to the happy birthday song which was mm. three three months before she died the happy birthday mr president thing and then it was like no no she wasn't not just having an affair uh with the president, but with his brother as well. Uh, they did meet on four occasions. No one really knows if they ever had an affair uh, from my bits of research. But there was this, there's this new word. Oh, man, I've got to get this word. It's a wonderful word. It's called, it's not, it's not an affair. It's a, um, oh, it's such a lovely word. And they had a, oh, it's gone now. Oh, uh, a dalliance. Oh. Uh. All so right. it's like maybe there was a dalliance. I, I love I love how the word dalliance is new to you. Like Potter's Durham just yeah, coming right out there. Right but I mean, what there. does it mean to you, dalliance? It's 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 a it's dalliance means is like a, a light but no strings attached kind of tryst. Maybe yeah yeah yeah. yeah okay, well, but it's it's a dalliance is could, slightly stronger than a tryst. But could it just be we just danced and 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 shared a kiss and a dance? Yeah. So, so da yeah, a dalliance is a dalliance is something that's slightly longer than a tryst though. So it's it's happened on a few occasions. Uh, a tryst is like a is like a meter. We've met on 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 purpose, and but it may only be one time. So then there's so then there's there's rumors of a double affair. So big deal. Why kill her? Well, you know, if 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 you're gonna leak the affair, that's interesting. But no, no, she was married to a playwright who had uh, communist kind of vibes, Arthur Miller or something, and a few of her friends were all communists. And so now there's this communist threat, and um, a communist threat to the president. Yeah, and didn't she only die like a few months before him though, or like? I think so. she was sixty-two. Oh, uh, he was so like sixty-seven. Yeah, so there. not 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 long. Couple not years, long, couple yeah. years. And so, well, you see now, suddenly, ooh, all of them together, the two of them together. But my my fact is that there's actually a book published which states 
that the whole thing was um, a conspiracy of murder and covered up by J. Edgar Hoover himself. There's a, there's a book out there that's a published book that claims that. So Listen, this is first thing, first thing. the Kennedys, it's her brother-in-law, yeah. which is married to the Kennedy thing, uh, and it's J. Edgar Hoover, the freaking FBI, So you, you're saying essentially that the FBI, that this is the conspiracy theory that I have to determine now, once and for all, this thing has been around for 50 years, you know, uh, more than 50 years, I have to determine once and for all right now for a point... On our podcast, yes. yeah, this is a, this <laughs> this is a, a settle now. Whether this is true, whether she was actually killed by the U.S. government. Brilliant, Ryan. You've really fucking nailed me to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're so mm. there's a target on your head, yeah. now, my friend. Um, I think <laughs> that I mean, what do they say? What's the official reason for her death? What did they give us? Uh, you know what? The, this is the tragedy because I, I like. Um, this is quite personal and vulnerable, but I, you know, I'm a softy. I don't, I don't like suicide things. Like oh, I, okay. I needed to wear black after 13 reasons why. Okay. You know, it okay. was like it messed with my head badly. Did she toast the bath? No, it was just an overdose of um, either sleeping tablets or um, that sort of thing. And so they ruled out accident, but it's not well known that she committed suicide. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, you know, I didn't you know. know. But for me, when I when I realized actually that's what it points to that she actually took her own life, oh, it's t- terrible. Um, but assuming she didn't. <coughs> oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> assuming she got bumped off by, <laughs> by all right, the Kennedys. Right. So and, let me um, let me let me work out now once and for all. Let me let me answer this. Let's close this case for for. Uh, yeah, but my fact is, is in internet. a published book, the J. Edgar Hoover. Oh no, it's named. definitely in it's definitely in a published book. Okay. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover is definitely in the published book, whether it's true or not, though. Sure. That's what you. Yes, that's what I'm, we that's really want to discuss. It's, I'm saying it's true. It is in the book. Look, I'm I'll give you. A, book, yeah. you. You've got your point, but I want to yeah. hear whether whether. Yeah, they definitely did it. <laughs> <laughs> American government, the military-industrial complex. Uh, teamed up with Big Tinfoil and they they uh, they did her over. Yeah, they did her over. They it, they roughed her up. They did her over. Th- this, but I got to tell you the facts. Yeah, you you, you like your journalist stuff, and that's <laughs> jolly you know interesting. Yeah. This is um the most prominent Monroe conspiracy theorist in the nineteen in the nineteen eighties was British journalist Anthony Summers, who claimed that Monroe's death was an accidental overdose, enabled and covered up by Robert F Kennedy. His investigation on Monroe began as an assignment, blah, blah, blah. He was working for a newspaper, and it led to a book. Um, became one of the most commercially successful Monroe biographies. Um, and he also did a thing on the assassination of John F. Kennedy, this this author. But according to Summers, Mon- Monroe had severe substance abuse problems and was psychotic in the last months of her life. He alleges that Monroe had affairs with both John and Robert Kennedy, and that when Robert ended their affair, she threatened to reveal their association. Kennedy and Lawford, this is uh, a brother-in-law of this one of the daughter, Kennedy daughters. Kennedy and Lawford attempted to prevent this by enabling her addictions. According to Summers, Monroe became hysterical and accidentally overdosed, dying in an ambulance on the way to the hospital. Kennedy wanted to leave Los Angeles before Monroe's death became public to avoid being associated with it, and therefore her body was returned to her bedroom and the overdose staged as a suicide by Lawford, the Kennedys, and J. Edgar Hoover. 
Summers based his account on interviews he had conducted with 650 people mm. connected to Monroe. Yeah, but just people who he put an advert in the local newspaper. Hey, anybody got any facts about this? And then 650 <laughs> people from South Africa wrote in. Uh, yeah, listen, eh? That chick, she was, I saw her, she was in the bar, she was taking all these <laughs> barbiturates by herself. Exactly. So quantity doesn't mean it's it's a fact and al almost all the accounts are second or third hand accounts mm. uh, and it's mostly what they believe happened not yeah not so it's very disappointing it's amazing how anecdotal. many people think that their own story and what they believe happened is like a fact it's amazing it's amazing the people that would believe that anyway um that's Marilyn's shame. Norma Jean, eh? Good I've got time. a much bigger one than that. Ooh. Much bigger. Ooh. Grander conspiracy theory. Remember how in 2012, the world was supposed to end? Mayan 2012? Apocalypse, yeah. Oh, the Mayan. Yes, the yes, Mayan yes. apocalypse. Not, the Mayan calendar ended in 2012. No. Party like it's 2012. No, no. no. The, Mayan, the Mayan calendar ran until 2012, and then people were like, the, the world was supposed to end. Yeah. So so here's, here's my fact. It did. <laughs> it did end in 2012. Um... What happened is, because that's the year that CERN fired up uh, the Large Hadron Collider. Oh! And they accidentally created a black hole into which we were all sucked. Oh! Thereby ending the world as we knew it. Oh. But we just kind of carried on unknowingly wow. into, the, into the future. And there's, there's a lot of people have put forward... Um, so I'm imagining of, this. It's yeah, really a, lot of people, a lot of people have put forward these kind of contrasting facts. You know... Um, have you heard of the Nelson Mandela effect? Wow, no. Okay, so the Nelson Mandela effect is is a is a belief by people in the world in general that Nelson Mandela died in the 1960s. So so there's a lot of people who remember Nelson Mandela dying. They remember him dying and then him being released and becoming the president of South Africa blows their mind because it's it feels to them like an alternate history. My and there's gosh. and there, there are websites that document these kind of these things where loads of people have the exact same kind of memory of something that didn't really happen. So, for instance, uh, Berenstein Bears or Berenstain Bears. So it's, a lot of people remember the Berenstein Bears, but in fact the answer is what they really are is the Berenstain Bears. So if you remember the Berenstein Bears, that's the Nelson Mandela effect. You're remembering something that, that doesn't really exist. Uh, there's a movie called Shazam!, <laughs> which has uh, Shaquille O'Neal in the main in the main role, but a lot of people remember um, that comedian. What was his name? Uh, uh, Sinbad. They yes. remember Sinbad being in the in the main role instead. Why? And so Golly. so uh, and it's just it's so so. There's literally a website that documents all of these kind of moments where it's not just one person has this memory. It's thousands mm. of people remember this thing as being different to oh how it historically me. is now. So, so this theory that CERN destroyed the world in 2012 relies quite a lot on the Nelson Mandela effect. So it says things started going off the rails in 2012 and, and life started becoming harder and worse and worse for us because actually it's, it's by nature of our decaying universe mm. that has now been sucked into a black hole and oh, destroyed shit. that we now exist in this, in this decaying universe. So, so that's, uh, yeah, that's my fact. The universe was destroyed in 2012, and uh, and we're just plowing on regardless, Ryan. And uh, I'd like you, please, if you refute this, to do so with facts. <laughs> How do I prove that we weren't sucked into a black hole? Mm. Mm. Um, so your fact is that there, this this theory cons 
uh, uh, this theory exists. My fact is that this theory, this theory, not 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 only that this theory exists, Ryan. My fact is that it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I don't want you to argue with me because my mental health's not good. <laughs> We've discussed this this episode, <laughs> and it may it may result in it may result in trauma to me if you decide to deny it without a verifiable argument, right. without an argument that at least gives me... I need something in my existence uh, that <laughs> can prove that <clears throat> that we didn't get sucked into a black hole. Right, right. Um, and I'm going to say that the fact is not true, and mm. the reason is Bold. I have motion Bold. sickness, uh-huh. I, and I would have <laughs> felt a weirdness, very dizzy around 2012. Mm. Uh, mm. Do you not remember feeling like that? I actually did, hey. <laughs> um, no. You see, so you're actually, in fact, confirming <laughs> my theory. I, there was, I went through this um, uh, quite a, a stressful patch. My, my ex got quite sick for about 10 months, and then she got uh, fixed up. And then uh, we even had, like, a medical negligence By fixed, do you, do you mean, like, at the vet? Operation. She wasn't fixed. They the, the messed up the one up, and it okay. took 10 months later to figure out what they'd messed up, and then oh, fixed sure. it up. Okay. So it was a stressful time. And I remember having a bit of post, post-traumatic post shit. And I was, I did go through a phase, and so the, the this was around 2010, uh, that she had the uh, mm. medical hiccup, and then I remember 2012 when all is all is better. Mm. She even got. You felt like you were being sucked into a black hole. Well, I, I was. That's amazing, Ryan. I thank and, you and very my, much my for mom, proving my point. My mom's a witness here. Hey, mm. I was dizzy for like a, a month. Yeah, when we were sucked into black <laughs> hole. So, I mean, essentially, my mother said, "Drink lots of energy." So essentially, essentially, what I you're saying, you started out using your motion sickness as a way to disprove this, I and know, in fact, ultimately yeah. proved it for the internet that this is this is now a decaying universe in a in a separate black hole. Yeah, so I don't actually have anything to uh, disprove that. No reason were. whatsoever. You just believe things, don't you? Yeah, it's just faith this with you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's all just faith with you. So, but um. I must still say yes or no, hey? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I think you did. You, you said you, you didn't believe it. Yeah. You said you didn't believe it. I, I'm frankly horrified. Um, to be honest, NASA also released a statement saying that uh, they said, newsflash, the world didn't end on December 21st, 2012. You've probably already figured that out for yourself. Despite reports of an ancient Mayan prophecy, a mysterious planet on a collision course with Earth or a reverse in the Earth's rotation, we're still here. Which to me is quite interesting because NASA took all the effort to release a press release, right? They took the effort to release a press release and then offered only anecdotal evidence. (laughs) 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 To me, that's extremely suspicious. So you know, we'll we'll just leave this one up to Dietz as to how he wants to take it. It's like you know the the God no God story. It's like uh, you know the onus issue. It's like those who don't believe someone. Well, the onus is on you to prove that there is one, and then they might say, no no no. The onus is on you to prove that there isn't one. It's like it's like it's like you know it's so difficult. <laughs> These things can be so difficult. I think the onus is always <laughs> if you're claiming something ludicrous, Ryan. <laughs> That you have to prove it. Like, I now, it's unfair of me to have said to you, you have to prove we weren't sucked into a black hole. I I can't just say nonsense and then make you disprove it. I have to prove that the nonsense is a thing. 
similarly, if I am to say a giant man in the sky uh, created the entire universe, the onus is then on me to prove the nonsense and not on you to refute it. How do you know there's not a giant man? That's right. That's right. (laughs) 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 We did the giant man, are you there test? And we heard nothing. Giant man? Giant man. Uh, so there's one experiment. Yeah, yeah. No, and, he, and he said nothing. He said nothing, but and yet you continue to believe. <laughs> continue. Yes, but what did you call it, giant man? That's not his name. <laughs> no, I think he'd know who's who we're talking to, though. He knows everything. So you know, if you were just like, "Hey, dickhead," he wouldn't. Want oh, I'm not gonna answer that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a dilemma because if I answer it, they're gonna they're gonna call me a dickhead forever. <laughs> but if I don't, then then my people That's are right. gonna lose the debate. Oh, That's shucks. Right. That's right. Ah, all right, good. So, um, all right, that was that was my fact. What's your next one? Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah, this is all. We're getting a little a little a uh, little heavier. Uh, Eurabia. What a lovely word, Eurabia. Oh, Do you know about it? Um, no. Um, it sounds like either a planet or you're accusing me of something. <laughs> <laughs> Eurabia. Eurabia. It is a planet. No, I'm joking. Eurabia is, uh, is a conspiracy that Western Europe is going to soon, by 2050, be an Islamic state and Sharia law. Oh, this is so much heavier than I thought it was, Ryan. Eurabia. Nice one. We were all like bubbling along with the conspiracy theory and the end of the world. And now you're like, ha here's some real politics. Okay, so all right, let's discuss my it. My fact is that it is a true, it is a real uh, conspiracy theory. I didn't make it up. It's a real conspiracy theory. And it surfaced in Norway in the, um, let's call it the 1980s. Um. So, I mean, the thing is that these sort of replacement theories are quite common. You know, uh, oh, yeah. I know I know America had a replacement theory about, uh, oh, soon Mexican Spanish language. is going to be the number one language spoken in America. Yeah, know? I remember really, that. Oh, and then there's a real big panic about that. Around a bri. Yeah. You can't go to America. You speak Spanish. No one let you in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly right. So that's, that's I mean, you know, these these... Our people are going to be replaced by their people. You know, the, uh, as, as, you know, but have you heard the demographics of so, sort of Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. If, if it's true, I mean, what to, I read. To be fair, California, was New always, Mexico was, was always Spanish. part of, yeah, it was, it was always like of, yeah. Mexico. It yeah. was always, and then just Los got Angeles taken away from them. Yeah. Spanish kind of word. But I, I believe the demographics, which is fascinating, is something like, uh, I hope this is not offensive to anyone, but it's something like 40, 30, 30 in terms of. Forty uh, percent uh, Hispanic, thirty percent what you'd call white American, thirty percent Black American. Lo- LA, what a fascinating little. Th- so, so I mean, the, th- the thing is that you know, those people who are kind of against replacement theory, firstly, are are they're wasting their time. Yes, the world is going to become increasingly cosmopolitan. You know, since yes. the, since the and creation it's a of cool thing. Yeah, since the creation of of air traffic and and quicker travel. Sure. It's always going to be the case that we're going to live where we want to live in this world. And yeah. the the more people try to throw up the boundaries and the barriers and the borders, the more people kind of circumvent them. So I think the whole thing is is futile. 
the the threat, this kind of constant, you know, the, the bizarre thing about say a country like Norway or Sweden or Finland, I mean, these places with with very singular um, cultures, you know, they they're terrified of letting people with different cultures come into their country because oh, these people are going to outnumber them and take over. But at the same time, they've got very negative population growth rates. So That's they've got right. upside down pyramids. Yes. So yes. so the fact is that they're going to die out. Anyway, if they carry on doing what the, they're doing, as well let people so in. so the idea is let people in, continue your culture, build your society. You know you have to. Yes. Um, because because the alternative is extinction is, is extinction That's right. anyway for these people. So so just on that basis, the whole theory is stupid. Stupid. Mm. Yes. Whether it is. It, uh, now I'm going to question the actual stat behind it, and I would say like I think it would be difficult to imagine that. You know, oh, they're going to be you know ma majorly Muslim by twenty fifty or whatever it is that mm. that you said. Mm. You know, I, these things happen. I think significantly slower than than that. And I think right wing politicians use those sorts of stats to scare people into into voting for them. You know, oh, your children are going to grow up in in a Sharia state. Mm. You know, mm. like uh, it's all meaningless. I think it's all nonsense. Uh, and and I think that whatever immigration is happening is good. Yeah, I like that. And you've summed it up really nicely. Uh, would you say that uh, this came from uh, Norway? Oh, from Norway. No, I would imagine it's probably earlier than Norway. I think Norway, I think those northern countries are now only really kind of experiencing the immigration that the southern countries like Greece and Italy and Spain and them have. You know, Spain Spain was Muslim for it centuries. Was Muslim, yeah. For centuries. So, you know, I mean, I'm sure Spain is a lot more... Accepting, one would hope, of, so was, of these sorts of things. Then Sicily was entirely occupied by right, right. Yeah. So, so you know, these these are these are populations that have been merging and blending for centuries. So I'd be surprised to hear that this is a that this is a new theory. Mm. You know, I'd, I'd imagine if anybody's come up with it, it's probably first mentioned hundreds of years ago. Well, um, okay, cool. Well, I'll give you the point because it's not Norway. Um, the term Eurabia. Uh, a lady called Giselle Littman. She's actually, her pen name is something different, but she's uh, also married to a historian and um, born in, in, in Egypt, but um, lived uh, in the UK and Switzerland. But uh, it was in Britain where, where she, her, her book, Eurabia, the Euro-Arab Axis, um, gained momentum. I like that somebody <laughs> whose who's surname is Littman as in literature, man, <laughs> I wrote a book. <laughs> That's the stuff I get hung up on. And, um, um, yeah, it was actually, it was a newsletter in, in the 70s and 80s that she started writing. Then she released a book in, in 2005, actually. Hmm. And <clears throat> here's her, her really provocative statements. Um, uh, Benjamin Lee, the three. No, uh, I mean, that's basically nonsensical, right? What you just said. Here's a provocative statement. Benjamin Lee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> were you perhaps scanning your notes, right? I no, think you possibly were, yeah. Uh, it, um, this is what her, it, her work is described as by Benjamin Lee, uh, that Europe has surrendered to Islam and is in a state of submission They've given it a fancy word in which Europe is forced to deny its own culture, stand silently by in the face of Muslim atrocities, except Muslim immigration. It's all terrible. Um, yeah, it all sounds like Brexit, Brexit propaganda, really, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Yes, but um, the, what, what's interesting about Europe at the moment, um, 
the Pew Research Center said in 2012 that the data that we have isn't pointing in the direction of Eurabia at all and predicts that uh, the percentage of Muslims is estimated to rise to 8% in 2030. In 2007, academics who analyzed the demographics dismissed the predictions that the EU would have Muslim majorities. It is completely reasonable to <coughs> assume that the overall Muslim population in Europe will increase and Muslim citizens have and will have a significant imprint on European life. The prospect of a homogenous Muslim community per se or a Muslim majority in Europe is, however, out of the question. Uh, that's a strong word. Uh, Justin Vasay seeks to discredit what he calls four myths of alarmist school, using Muslims in France as an example. Specifically, he has written that the Muslim population growth rate was lower than, than that predicted by Eurabia, partly because the first fertility rate of immigrants declines with integration. He further points out that Muslims are not a monolithic or cohesive group and that many Muslims do seek to integrate politically and socially. Finally, he wrote that despite their numbers, Muslims have had little influence on French foreign policy. Furthermore, leading uh, European Muslims are rather outspoken against religious fundamentalism and are far more acknowledging, um, f far from acknowledging Arab countries as, as a role model at all. You know, as a as like South African who lives in Cape Town, I think the thing is Embrace the fuck out of those Muslim guys. They come with wonderful, wonderful cultural Definitely. history, brilliant food, great no. people. Fucking embrace them. No, I embrace no, totally. Them, I know? mean, the whole cosmopolitan thing, As a, f mm. it's why I'll, I'll probably always live in cities or close to cities because right. oh, we're in, in entertainment and that's where the people are. But also that's the, the vibe. I like choices. I can go eat there, eat with this friend there, eat with that thing there. And it's just so exciting to have those influences. And um, with me, uh, even though I'm of uh, Christian religious vibe, the, the, I, I, I have good Muslim friends and, and their culture is just so good. They're such good people and family, and doing the right thing, and they 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 contribute to society so nicely, and they work hard. They are hard oh, work It's such a disappointment to your crusader ancestors, man. <laughs> I know. I'm very and disappointed. Yeah, and then, like, the food Ooh, is just are, glorious. Yeah. The food yeah, yeah. is absolutely yeah. glorious. So I agree. Embrace, and uh, I love it, man. My barber, he's from Libya. I it's, love him. it's interesting that we're talking about food because I'm about to... Ooh. I'm about to leap into that kind of area. This is this is a big one. This is a controversial one, Ryan. You may have heard. I don't know if you know a thing like being South African. Maybe you've heard of this, the 1995 Rugby World Cup. Ah. South Africa won it. I don't know if you know that. Mm. I don't know if you you know that, right? Mm. <laughs> you know that, yeah. Ah. So there's a there's a big conspiracy theory around that. I don't know if you know that. Well, I do know that the French rugby team said that their try was a try in the semi-final. They did say that. They did yeah. say that. In Is the that your fact? Sorry, no, 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 no. I've pissed all over your fact already. No, no, you haven't. And then one of the, the rugby officials actually got in trouble after the final at the like final dinner where he gave a watch or something to the ref of that game and said, oh, you're the, you were the ref of the tournament. And the ref Ooh. left. He stormed out. Because it, it felt like he was being bribed, you know. Anyway, but um, but that's not the that's not what I'm talking about at all. What I'm talking about is the fact that uh, the All Black team, the All Black team, were poisoned the night before the final. Uh, I, I I heard that one. I thought, and they had runny. They all had runny tummies. They were poisoned. Luckily, they the all wore black. So <laughs> they were poisoned before the final, Ryan, and that's my fact. I heard that like the next day. They all had, well, dodgy chicken, man. <laughs> it's 
it's all the same. No, they were, they were, they, my fact is they were actually poisoned before that final. And we as South Africans... It's a shame on us. We need to confront this. Yeah. And we need to deal with it. Yeah, we do. It's like... It's like the choking in cricket, you know? <laughs> and the... Um, I think most South Africans, we have very much dealt with the choking in cricket, you know? That choking was... was Thrust on us as a PTSD, twenty-two <laughs> runs off of one ball. Yeah, that shit. That law. Is, that, the law's that, changed now because of that yeah, trauma. Yeah, the entire system. It's no longer just. There's another ODI World Cup this year. There's an ODI there World is in October in India. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, the the All Blacks, the mighty All Black New Zealand side, of John Alamu, poisoned, was poisoned mm. before the well, final. You know, dodgy chicken on purpose. Would that count as poison? For example. I'm not gonna. De- I, I'm gonna yeah, leave yeah. you to define this. I'm gonna tell you that I think they were poisoned, Ryan. That's what I'm saying. That's the fact. Fuck! I hope it's not. It's a fact. I hope not. But because it came out the next day, I'm saying they did. They gave them shit chicken, and they all they had, they shat themselves, <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't run fast because they're scared they're gonna fucking shit all over the field. They had to run in small steps, rather. And that affected Andrew Merton's kicking and everything. Um, oh, God. <laughs> what do I say? Just so, and again, such a terrible... Run. New Zealand is watching. Mm. They, they have a horrific opinion of white South Africans. Is that going to continue, or are we going to get a few fans here? What are you going to say I'm, here, Ryan? I'm going to say that... Uh, uh, that the hotel manager at the Holiday Inn there in in um, Hyde Park, <laughs> I don't know if there's a Holiday Inn in Hyde Park, he did. He said, give them that shit chicken. <laughs> give them the fucking old puri puri. Just fuck them. Give them that. <laughs> it's been lying in the sun for a day. It's starting to bubble. They'll think it's tasty. Add more puri puri. Um, yes, they were poisoned. You think, that, you think they were poisoned? Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's quite a story because they were definitely sick, right? They were definitely like, this is so sick. There's, yeah, there's, there's no doubt that, you know, some of them were still throwing up on the sidelines r- leading up to the game. The fact is they weren't, they weren't sick when, when they got sick, whenever they got poisoned. It wasn't the night before. It was two nights before. It was on the Thursday. So a former South African policeman um, by the name of Rory Stain appeared on Supersport and he did an interview on Supersport and he... Uh, he talked about about this particular this particular game, and he said the jaw they they you know on the Thursday night, the guys started coming down in that all black team. They started coming down six six. Oh, six. that was the finals on the Saturday. With the, yeah, with the final on the Saturday, and he said um, about two thirds of the squad were absolutely man down. Um, yeah, and he said there was projectile vomiting, oh! and, it, and it included a South African who'd been assigned to assist the con, you know the contingent yes. of all blacks and get them to the right places and stuff. Um, but despite that, the New Zealanders decided they weren't going to mention that they'd had food poisoning, and they were going to they were going to tough it out, and they were going to go and and they were going to play this game. And then um, after the final, now South Africa's won fifteen twelve and. Mm. Nelson Mandela's come out and he's given Francois Pinot the trophy and it's a beautiful moment for South Africa. Sure. You know, it's this absolutely incredible thing. Chester Williams is a new like icon in South African rugby. Mm. Um, in the press uh, conference after the game, 
you know, the, the reporters wanted to know why New Zealand played so badly. And, uh, I mean, to my mind, they didn't play terribly at all. I mean, particularly when you hear that two-thirds of them were vomiting on the sideline. you know. I mean, they weren't quite vomiting on the sidelines. They were a bit recovered by that yeah. stage. But, but yeah. Um, then they admitted in that post-match conference that some of them had been uh, incredibly sick. And somebody asked, do you think it was intentional? And, uh, and the coach from then on has basically said that he believes there was an employee at the hotel that came in, poisoned them, because there was there's, there's, there was apparently an employee by the name of Susie who'd been employed a few days before, and then she vanished shortly after the final and was never seen again by the hotel. So they're saying that she poisoned him. And this Susie Rory, Demalka. <laughs> yeah. So this Rory Stain, who was the former policeman and, and the bodyguard of Nelson Mandela, who was like involved and and uh, in the whole thing at the time, he said he believed that that. SA Rugby didn't poison them, but he thinks betting syndicates poisoned them. He thinks that they were they were targeted for a poisoning and that they were poisoned. There's some people that have said that uh, the tea and coffee urns in the hotel hadn't been cleaned properly in years and they could have been responsible for it. Um, Francois Pinot obviously has been has been interviewed quite a lot about it, and he said, "Look, there was a there was a full investigation." And and the, the the investigators appointed couldn't find a damn thing, um, but then you know Ed Griffiths, who was the 1995 SA Rugby CEO, he said they all went out and they ate seafood that day and they ate seafood in a dodgy place and so he says he doesn't feel sorry for them. He says they they made a stupid call a couple of days before a final and made themselves sick and. In Joburg, the, yeah. do they eat seafood in yeah, Joburg? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. About as far away from the sea as you could possibly get. And so Ed Griffiths has always said that he doesn't feel sorry for them. He thinks they ate seafood and made them sick. You know, so whether the Susie exists or whatever. But they, they did definitely, they, they were definitely sick. Nobody doubts that they were sick. Uh, a vast majority of the team was sick. And it does take some of the, the luster off of that final. Because like in sure. our minds, it was... You know, as tight as anything, and, uh, <laughs> and the South Africans played so beautifully to contain <laughs> Jonah Longu. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I think uh, James Small and Jonah Longu stayed friends for for years after that yeah. after that game. But yeah, so Laurie Maines, the the New Zealand coach, has always said he he maintains his team was actively poisoned. And this uh, the, this this cop Rory Stain says he thinks that the betting syndicates did actively poison them. But, you know, the investigation found nothing. And the South African rugby's position has always been, well, they ate something dodgy. So they were definitely poison, whether it was by accident or on purpose and by who, we do not know. But Shame. they were definitely, yeah, they were uh, definitely poisoned. Yeah. 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 Uh, I wonder what they did on the day. Was it a bit of Imodium? Apparently, like two, Some of the players, no, apparently two of the players couldn't play. Like <coughs> literally guys ran onto warm-up and <coughs> vomited and were put on the bench for the day. So, yeah, it's a, it's a bit shit. But, um, <laughs> Same. but it's fine. South Africa's won two more since then. We're yeah. probably going to win another one next year. Yes. You know, let's, let's not mess around with this. Yeah. You know? No, rugby's a fucking thing, eh? It's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Uh, talking about dodgy South Africans. <laughs> yeah, because we've got the QAnon guy, Susie. <laughs> At the, at the hotel, who poisoned? Yeah, yeah, who poisoned the the New Zealanders? Right? Something fishy in Randburg. <laughs> something fishy. <yeah. laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a New yeah, Zealand the ocean basket. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
Revolution basket now with added strip to cockle. Yeah, it was from the Cape Town fish market. In Cape Town? No, no, the one in Joburg. Well, what's your, what are you doing? I ate, I ate sushi at the Cape Town fish market. Sushi, Japanese sushi, yeah. Cape Town fish market, where was it? In Lone Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> um, dodgy South Africans... Uh, yeah, this fact I might have even mentioned to you. I don't know if it was on the podcast or or, or not, but um, but uh, as a, as a maybe, maybe. But it's actually a, my fact is that it's a, it's not a maybe. The Guptas trying to buy seven hundred two, <laughs> and we're going to change it to a pro government. Is this um, your South African uh, podcast? Yeah, this is your uh, conspiracy theory. Your yeah. South African. Uh, yeah, this is my fact. Um, because the whole the whole state capture thing is very much. Tr- proven to be true mm. but there's mm. uh, it's still so it, 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 there, there's a realm of of um morality and ethics that it violates that makes it a fucking evil thing yeah know? oh it's, no it's just no. fucking no. terrible to take you know? all of the money from a country and to <clears throat> deny 40 million people yeah. the infrastructure and the futures that they deserve yeah and that is beyond evil. It's beyond evil. And the way yeah. they did it with an American consulting firm, Bain mm. and Company, and then they got like British, um, British um, ad agency to come up with slogans to piss the country off. And yeah, white monopoly capital. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> radical economic transfer yeah. and all of that stuff. And um, it's it's all a bit sick. Um, and of course, you've got your your you just control the state and make sure you don't get into trouble by controlling the justice system and the police and you weaken everything and you try and weaken SARS and then you also control the media and that just ah, that's a fucking shit show um, and of course uh, yeah deep deeply deeply evil and uh, that's why I put the whole thing is like it's in that realm of mm, mm. they no, try to agree. destroy South Africa you know um, agree, yeah. and the Guptas so one of the things they try to do control the media they started a new age which had mm. a slant, and and sometimes people say, well, you should still give independent voices or any voices a chance. But it was pro-government. But they were they made a bid to purchase seven hundred two, and they were going to make it pro-government. And that's is this fact. conspiracy theory? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying they might not have? Yeah. It's just people believe that they try to buy seven hundred two. Mm. I mean, why wouldn't they try to buy seven hundred two? I if I was the dude. There was, you know, you look at Iqbal's serve now, and Iqbal can come mm. for us because we're a major media company and we've got lawyers behind yes, us. big time. Um, but you look at the, what's happened with independent media and his kind of control in return for the money from the, the government retirement funds. You know, you could, that control of the media is very, very important for these guys. And uh, I would say, I would say, yeah, I'd say if I was the Guptas, I would have tried to buy 702. Mm. Why not? Put in a bid. See what happens, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's true. It's yeah, true. Um, straight up, it is true. It came out in the Gupta leaks in emails. That's how they figured it out. It wasn't, you know, out in the open, but with the Gupta leaks. Oh, it was came it through out. like a, a separate company, like a, through a side company? Probably, or a but they are the, uh, the Gupta leaks and and Amabungani and Daily Maverick kind of jumped oh, on that story. Those guys so much. Yeah, and uh, what what I find fascinating is uh, with the Guptas they. They did want to make it pro-government, uh, but the reason, which even came out in the emails of the Gupta leaks, was not because they were pro-government, because they just wanted to ensure that the government contracts came, so any mm. government advertising mm. came straight to them. Yeah, so yeah. it was all about the money for the Guptas. 
where the country stood politically or socially or the yeah, chaos beneath yeah. like that money 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 Gupta's money 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 like uh, social uh, political blah blah who gives a shit money money yeah money. Oh, yeah I know. Uh, I, d- I think there are very few people that realize how hated they are in this world. I mean, they yeah, the, the Guptas. Shoo-hoo-hoo. I, I don't even think Jacobs, you know, Jacob Zuma is as hated as they are. Anyway. I agree. Uh, all right, we're on to our, on to our multiple choices. Our multiple choices, I've tried to go, you know, kind of casually fun. Kind of casually. <laughs> yeah. I know you love. I know you love a bit of. Uh, you love a bit of your classic rock music. Oh no. Have we gone the same place? Oh, okay. Give it to me. Have we gone the same Maybe. place? Maybe. Go, give it to me. All right. Which of these is not a real conspiracy theory about the Beatles or its members? Oh, we've got a different one. This is amazing, <laughs> okay. Warren. This is amazing. All right, good. Okay. So I'm giving you a chance. Which, right? of, these Which of these is not a real conspiracy theory about the Beatles or its members? I'm All so right. ready. Paul McCartney died in 1966 and was replaced by a doppelganger. <laughs> John Lennon's life, success, and death were all predicted and linked to the number nine. Jeez, the scream you can hear of a woman in the background of Getting Better from Sgt. Pepper's is the real sound of a woman being murdered near the studio. Yes, sis. I mean, you must remember, these are all conspiracy <laughs> theories, right? Uh, there is a secret unreleased Beatles album. So these are the these are the four theories. One of them is not true. One of them is not yeah, true. If you'd like, I can do them again. Uh, uh, no. Let me see if I can remember. the do- uh, Paul McCartney doppelganger. Yeah. Uh, John Lennon number nine. Yeah. Uh, then uh, The Scream is a murdered woman. And an unreleased Beatles album. Yeah. I, uh, I'm happy to go with uh, one that is probably true is the unreleased Beatles album. You know, they, they did a beautiful thing. No, no, thing I'm, I'm not, I'm not asking you which ones are true. I'm saying to you which one is, is not a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Like, which one is not... Yeah, like, the, this is not a, a theory about the band oh, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to go... No, because conspiracy theories, whether they're true or false, who knows? <laughs> right? You know, I was, I was going to lean with Lennon's number nine. Um, I was going to say... No, I was going to say Paul McCartney's doppelganger is not true, but I actually, in the last... Seven days read something. I just saw a headline or something like that. So I'm going to go with it. That that is a conspiracy theory. The number nine is so so. You know, intriguing. Yeah, and and of course he was assassinated. And oh shit! Yeah, I know. So his life, his success, his death—it was all predicted. I've never it heard was predicted. of that one before. Yeah, but it was, and but it was all so linked to the number nine. Yeah. Around his his assassination as well. You haven't heard it because you're wearing the, the tinfoil hat. If you'd taken it off, you would have heard the screams of a thousand government messages that would I, have included that. I'm going to go with, I think you're making up the scream of the women uh, as something devious that you made up. And I, I, if it's true, oh, what a ghastly, even yeah, conspiracy again, theory. Again, conspiracy. So conspiracy. it's literally, yeah. So what it is, is in, in yes. Getting Better... You can hear a woman scream in the background, and there's a theory. Like it sounds like it's part of the song, but there's a theory that it was a woman getting murdered nearby. Yeah. So funny, I, I actually don't know that song, and I'm a massive Beatles fan. Um, yeah, it's from Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts. Oh Hunt wow! Okay. I'm gonna go with the fact that that isn't a conspiracy theory. Is the screaming woman fact? The rest are unreleased album. Sure. Mm. Um. Um. 
John in the number nine and Paul the doppelganger. All right, let me let me start at the top then. Let All me right. let me take this right from the top. All right, so so the jo- the Paul McCartney died in a car accident in 1966. Maybe the biggest rock conspiracy theory of all time. Right? <laughs> because what happened was a Detroit DJ was. Uh, was he was on the lines and he was getting some people to call in and somebody phoned in an unnamed guy an unnamed guy phoned in on the October the twelfth nineteen sixty nine um, his the the DJ's name was Russ Gibb and he phoned into Russ Gibb's show on WKNR <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he told him to put on the Beatles White Album and spin the song uh, Revolution Nine which now is the John Lennon remember that. Mm-hmm. John Lennon wrote that, so Revolution 9 backwards. So Gibb tried it on air, and he spun it backwards, and he heard the words, turn me on, dead man. And then the voice told him, all right, now play Strawberry Fields forever. And if you play that backwards, you can imagine him saying, I buried Paul. And from that moment, people started looking at various different things, and they started putting together pieces, and they thought and the that backtracking hidden messages. Yeah, all these oh. kind of hidden messages and things that people said, and the rumor spread like wildfire. It became basically a, like a meme around the world at that point, that uh, that Paul was dead, and the band just had to kind of sit there and watch it. Uh, I mean, obviously, we as as logical people believe that the Paul McCartney who we know today mm. is alive and well, mm. and he is the same Paul McCartney because. They would have had to have replaced him with a doppelganger who not only looked like him but could also write music. Genius. Yeah, who's yeah. also a musical genius. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that is very much a theory, very much Jeez. a theory. And yeah, uh, John Lennon's life, success, and death all predicted and linked to the number nine is also true. So this is there's this big theory, which yes. I mean it starts with Revolution Nine on the White Album, but there's a whole lot of other stuff. Because John himself believed he had a, a connection to to number nine, and he he used to talk about it in interviews quite a lot. He said, "Like I lived at number nine Newcastle Road. I was born on the 9th of October on the ninth month, which, by the way, is a mistake. October's the tenth month." <laughs> uh, he said, "It's just a number that follows me around." And since then, people have been making these kind of connections for him. And amongst them, the Beatles' first appearance at the Cavern Club, February 9th. Wow. The group's contract with EMI was confirmed on May 9th. Brian mm-hmm. Epstein scouted them for the first time on November 9th. <laughs> Their first appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show was February 9th. Mm-hmm. In Paris, 1964, Lennon received a death threat that read, I'm going to shoot you at nine tonight. Paul McCartney's surname has nine letters in it. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, Lennon claimed he met Yoko Ono on November 9th, although this is disputed by some people. Uh, he left the ba- the Beatles in 1969 <laughs> after spending nine years in the band. His son, Sean Ono Lennon, was born on October 9th. Uh, when he was shot, he was rushed to the hospital on, the, on 9th Avenue. <laughs> yeah, due, due to the time difference, Lennon technically passed away on December 9th in Liverpool. And the number of words in, in the list of this coincidences... Uh, it's just 100. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, this right then. There's the the scream you can hear of a woman in the background, right? Oh. So this is a real conspiracy theory. Fuck! It's just not about the Beatles. Oh. It's about a band called the Ohio Players on their song "Love Roller Coaster." There's a there's a scream in the background, which the band says they put in to sound like a woman having fun on the roller coaster. And people ran with saying it was somebody being murdered in the studio. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. Uh, so the one about the, the secret unreleased Beatles album, it was literally just a kid 
who made up a list. His name was Martin Lewis. He was a he was a teenager. He made up a hoax list uh, of a bootleg. He like took a photo of a bootleg that he'd got of theirs with with song names written on it, and people believed that so fervently that these were Beatles songs by the names that it spread that there was an album. So the the, the names of the songs you could see were uh, Colliding Circles, Left Is Right, in brackets, and Right Is Wrong, uh, Deck Chair, and Pink <laughs> Litmus Paper Shirt. <laughs> so, so he took a photo. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's spread around. And, and, yeah, and thank, thank you very much, you. Deeds. Thank yeah, it's you. spread around, and people... Um, People made it into into a meme. You know, at the time you couldn't check this kind of stuff. There was no internet to check these things. So so people just kind of sat and, and it became a a thing in people's heads that they that they started to believe and that they shared with their friends. And you know, do you remember the, the story about Rodriguez? Yes. Yeah, and that he set himself on fire. I think oh we may have discussed word. that on the podcast before. Yeah, it's a great um, also a great uh, Netflix docky. Yes, searching yes. for Sugar Man. Yes. But yeah, that was the rumor was that he'd set himself on fire. And it, because we didn't have the internet, you know, if that happened now, you would literally contact the guy on Twitter. You know, you'd, <laughs> you'd reach out to his Instagram know, account and tell him, "Hey, you're famous here. You're selling a shitload of albums." But you know, in the 1970s, he had to spend 20 years as a construction worker, never knowing how famous he was. So yeah, it's very much that kind of vibe. I think these things sort of survived because of that. But yeah, congratulations, you got the right one. Yay! <laughs> hooray! And isn't it amazing that we've gone with, uh, with yeah, I'd say. <clears throat> Did we both 70s rock, yeah. rock rock era bands? Uh, I'm going to talk about in my multiple choice fact crop circles, um, which we know today are um, very much designed beautiful things and they're tourist attractions and people try and do all sorts of beautiful yeah. things with them. But um, the most famous case of it being a scary thing, uh, there were two great hoaxes in the 80s and 90s. Um, and they were inspired by an actual event in Australia, 1966, uh, Tully, uh, the saucer nest. A farmer said he witnessed a saucer-shaped craft rise 30 or 40 feet from a swamp and then fly away. On investigating, he found uh, a nearly circular area, 32 feet long by 25 feet wide, where the grass was flattened in clockwise curves to water level within the circle and the reeds had been uprooted from the mud. The local police officer, the Royal Australian Air Force and the University of Queensland conducted, concluded that it was most probably caused by natural causes like a downdraft, a willy or, willy. Or, or, or some kind of platypus. This is a <laughs> bloody great platypus, Bruce. It's a, it's what, a, what do you think it is, Bruce? Oh, it's a bloody great platypus. That's <laughs> <laughs> what so it is. <laughs> Koala falling out of a tree. <laughs> so it's a thing called a, a willy willy or a dust devil. It's basically a tornado. Of course they call it a willy willy. Of course they do. What's that? A, what's that cause that sort of hole in the ground? Oh, it's the old willy yeah. willy come yeah, again. Definitely my willy willy. <laughs> Your willy willy's not twenty five feet across, Bruce. <laughs> and and um, and then they said uh, uh, the 
Department of Defense wrote that the journalist, <coughs> that the, the saucer was probably debris lifted by, by the causing uh, Willy Willy. Which is quite willy. a thing. So it's a thing. It spins and then... So like a, can, can, we, can, can we call it a tornado? Or do we have to call it a willy willy? Well, if you're Australian, it's a willy no, willy. We have, to, we have to call it a willy willy? All right. Well, that's it's changed. It used to be an umchang denga. <laughs> the old umchang denga came and the uh, umchang nuga. Yeah. yeah, the umchang nuga came and then the umchang denga. I think willy willy in many ways is the worst description I've ever heard for anything it's ever. It's a long thing which spins. Yeah, I mean, Why? like in Britain, a willy... Is, is a man's wink, it's a, a man's genitalia. It's a yeah. winky. It's a wee wee. Oh, the old dust devil, the old willy yeah, willy. They're just like, here's a cock cock. Come to suck off our horses. <laughs> but you're never going to be believed. It's like, I saw a guy. He had weird tentacles. And he tried to probe my butt. And I ran away and hid under the bed. And then he disappeared in this bright thing which went into the sky. Ah, oh, no, mate, that's the old boom chum dinga. They're not surprised by anything in these Australians. <laughs> now, you saw what you saw, mate, was a bit of an boom chum dinga. Happens all the time over here. Happens all the time. My wife, she got willy willy in the, <laughs> in, the, in the town last weekend. People were saying she got sucked off. <laughs> this this metaphor is going <laughs> so, I, okay, you want to know... What is your actual oh, fact yeah, sure, about no this? Problem. Yeah. yeah, my actual fact is, uh, which of these bands featured crop circles on one of their album covers? <laughs> okay. Was it Pink Floyd, uh, Led Zeppelin, Dire Straits, or Queen? I think it was Led Zeppelin, if I remember correctly. Oh, really? I think you so. have knowledge of this? No, I don't really. I'm just... I, I, have, I have vague recollections of a, of a misspent youth listening to classic rock. Um, so, so you, you said Led Zeppelin... Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Dire Straits. Dire Straits. Queen. So definitely not Queen. Definitely not Pink Floyd. Why do you say definitely not Pink Definitely not. Definitely not. Queen? Crop Circles? Yeah. Led Zeppelin or, or Dire Straits. I don't know the covers of Dire Straits albums. I, I'd imagine they're more 80s. I'm going with Led Zeppelin. I mean, it's definitely there's the one, right? <laughs> like there's wheat. It's carrying a sack of sticks. It's wheat in the back. Oh, that? That too. But no, no, no. But Stay I think there's... I think I think there's, yeah. I'm going with Led Zeppelin. I'm going with Led Zeppelin for reasons unknown to myself, and uh, and I don't know what this has to do with Australia at all. <laughs> I know the Australian that crop circle story is what inspired the hoaxes of the 80s and the 90s. Who are British people who who did shit? Took, oh, took who crops. made the who took the plank and then yes. patterns in the in the fields mm. and they created crop circles and and that, that became so like a say. yeah that became like a worldwide phenomenon. No, I mean, they didn't just say. They showed how they did it. They literally took the plank with the rope at both ends and they showed how they trod it so that it wouldn't break the stalks. Well, the answer is the Led Zeppelin box set that was released on 7 September 1990 along with the remasters of the first boxed set as well as the second boxed set all feature an image of a crop circle that appeared in Eastfield in Alton Barnes, Wiltshire. Nice. I'm firing myself. Okay. I don't know what that had to do with Australia, except that it gave us a nice opportunity no, just to uh, do the fact that a crop circles was a conspiracy sure. theory, and sure. it, uh, what made it into a big issue one was probably in the beginning, 1966, this Australian thing 
This willy sure. willy. Sure. The, the willy willy. No, I, I mean, I, I can see why you read the words willy willy and were like, I definitely, I need to say that. Gonna go there. The, I need to say that on the internet. <laughs> Woo, I'm so saucy. I know why you had to do that. I, I get it. Good. That's conspiracy theories, all of which are true. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to take this off. I'm yes, tired of, are you Are you sure? I'm, yeah, I'm your tired of supporting G big L-can foil. Your 5G headaches not yeah. going to kick in, hey? No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much for listening this far, Thank if you. indeed you did. If you didn't, if you if you stopped listening, well then, fuck you. Yes, and that's because yeah, yeah. that's what they want you to do. They <laughs> want you to stop listening. They want you, yeah. They want, want you to not get the truth. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. and they want you to watch yeah, ever the since, next Ever episode. since Alex Jones went bankrupt because of his Sandy Hook massacre theories... There's been a gaping hole in the internet, and and Ryan Ryan wants to fill the gaping hole with his willy willy. <laughs> the old Chamdunga. yeah, the old dust devil. Good. Thanks Please for watching. Share this. Tell your friends. We beg you. Uh, and otherwise, have a wonderful life. And good morning, afternoon, and yeah. good afternoon and good evening. Good. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>